Ramble. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of You Can Sit With Us. I'm one of your hosts, Becky, and I'm joined by Matthew. Hello. Margaret. Hey. We got Rainy on the ones and twos. Hello. And today we have a very special guest. So special. So special. <laughs> Our favorite, AJ, Matt's BFF, is here. Hello, hello. Because he's going to be your BFF and our BFF answering some corporate questions for us. Yeah. Yeah. Corporate bestie over here. Corporate bestie. We get yeah. a ton of questions in our emails about corporate jobs, corporate life. Um, unfortunately, as a server and a retail worker, I never had those experiences. Um, our not nurse, yet. our yeah, nurse, um, only Matt is here to answer those questions <laughs> yeah. for us. So we needed a little backup. Mm. Well, it's like changing every single day too. Like, mm-hmm. especially pre-COVID. Interviewing, trying to get a job, all of the above is so, so different. Corporate life is different. Um, but before we get into the corporate lingo, let's get into the best, best friend lingo. Yeah. Yes. Why, why are you friends with him? That's a great question. <laughs> like, why? No. <laughs> how, long have you, how long have you and Matt known each other? Yeah, how long? It's been over 10 years. <gasps> and you're still here? We're still BFFs. Um, it was the end of 2012. Okay. And we met through a friend in San Francisco. I was living in San Francisco at the time. And we both didn't really even know this guy. Mm. Um, But he was so sweet, introduced both of us uh, to each other via text message because he knew that I wanted to move to LA. And this one is off on his Vespa looking for apartments (laughs) for me without even having met me. Wow. That's such a good friend, you know? What an angel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, talk about... Don't dismiss a chance encounter, you know? Yeah. I'd met this person like on the streets of San Francisco. <gasps> you were a streetwalker in San not, Francisco. Not me. Our mutual <laughs> friend. His friend. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I thought I was never going to see him again. And then His he's friend. like, Your friend, too. Probably more your friend than my friend. <laughs> we did karaoke no one, one night at a bar. Him, oh no. <laughs> no one's taking ownership over this friend. Um, RIP. <laughs> but never, you know, dismiss a chance encounter with someone. You never know what's going to happen. Like, I didn't know that guy that well. AJ didn't know that guy that well, but he knew us enough. To connect us to become friends. He's like, yeah. you guys yeah. will get along. Oh. You know? And look at this. It's crazy. Look at this and then ever friendship. Since, yeah. yeah. A decade later. Haven't even seen him since, I don't think. I don't know. Was he even real? <laughs> <laughs> Had he was be. actually just was AI. He, <laughs> <laughs> he was a bot. Yeah. yeah. AJ, what were you doing for work at that time? Because like I said, you're our corporate bestie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had just left my technically first real job at Nordstrom. I spent like six, seven years there, uh, but moved down to LA and I started working for Equinox as mm-hmm. an area manager. And I was overseeing the retail side of things um, at a few of the locations here in SoCal. Okay. But AJ and I always dress the same. Like, I mean, today you're both We're even blue. kind of like coordinated, but we'll like show up in, at places in the same outfits. Really? Yeah. Same outfits, same colors. I mean, yeah. we do go shopping together, so we do buy a lot no, of the same No, you do like really copy me a lot. <laughs> it's like fine. Called it's out. fine. It's You're like, fine. Matt's like, you guys go shopping and Matt's like, I'm going to get these pants. Are you also like, I'm also going to get these pants? Not or necessarily. <gasps> we might like different fits. Oh. oh. Uh, uh, it feels like you're shaming me right Not now. Not shaming. <laughs> you know, slim straight is nothing to be shamed about. <laughs> <laughs> he, he likes more like latex, you know, like painted on to look. Yeah. What's the dolly quote? I buy my things two sizes too small and then I take it in a little. Yeah. 
Oh. 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 But AJ, since I've known you, how many jobs have you had? Oh, gosh. Are we counting the ones that I had for like a week (laughs) as well? Yeah. Yes. Anyone who gave you a paycheck. Oh, my gosh. Give you some stats. (laughs) Up your stats. It might be... Probably seven-ish in the 10 years I've been in L.A., but um, I was with the last one for three and a half years, so. So That took up the bulk of them. Yeah. Actually, the last few. It was about two, three and a half years. you're like the king of (laughs) rebranding yourself and pivoting. Yeah. And changing and jumping the corporate ladder. Yeah. Yeah. I've been attracted to uh, the startup life. Okay. Which is not for everyone. Um, Mm. one of the first questions I've been a hiring manager for the last decade. And, uh, one of the questions that I've always been asking in the startup world is, you know, how comfortable are you either with technology or being super agile? Because I've learned in my time that people don't like change. And I've made the mistake of bringing people over from previous companies to work for that startup that took them out of their comfort zone. And I never fully realized that. And had to have some mm. tough conversations then. Yeah. Oh, to fire someone. How many people have you had to fire? Yeah, how many people have you had to fire? Do you think about them at night? I don't. <laughs> Do they haunt your dreams? I don't. Uh, Ooh, you don't feel bad about it. Ouch. Well, <laughs> everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Um, growth opportunity. It's the worst. It's the worst conversation to have. Mm-hmm. Oh. Thankfully, I haven't had to fire many people. I think I've had to fire maybe five people in my, my time. Mm-hmm. And wow. the rest of them we've just had that open conversation and have come to an understanding. And I, I've even helped them get other jobs after that because I, I felt bad. But mm-hmm. Oh, that's sweet. Have you had to fire anybody? No, no. I've never had to no. fire anyone. I've never had anyone work for me. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had I've anyone never work for me. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had anyone work for me. Never had anyone to fire. Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe my parents life. when I moved out. <laughs> <laughs> Fired your landlords. I fired my landlords. I'm leaving. <laughs> I still let them come back to do housekeeping every once in a while. Yeah. Right, right. Perfect. Mm. So you're a hiring manager at various startups. Is that the seven jobs? Uh, yes and no. It's always been in the people management side of things. So I've helped build the brick and mortar divisions for two large, now large uh, companies in the technology oh, wow. space. Mm. Um so everything like from scratch, yeah. like I opened up 22 locations from the very first all the way to the 22nd with my last company. Oh my God. And that's building all of the processes and procedures, doing the onboarding, doing the hiring, doing the marketing. Um, so yeah. Oh, a lot of hats. Yeah. Too many. A lot of but, hats. I mean, that's what you do in the startup world. You, you have to. Well, and as a hiring manager, I think one of the biggest questions we get in our emails is about interviewing. Mm-hmm. Um, Done a lot of that. Lots of interviewing. <laughs> How? What do you think is the best way to like prep for an interview? Is it to go in blind? Is it to be researched with a bunch of notes in your phone? Uh, it really depends on who you are as a person. Like, If you have a bunch of anxiety, you're probably going to go and get the job description, go line by line and figure out what you've done in the past that can relate to this position just to have in your back pocket. That is one of like the three things that I like to do. I come at it from a holistic view and I personally like to meditate before 
an interview. Mm. I do a, a power pose for three minutes before the conversation. Love Confidence building. Pose. Confidence yeah. building. Yeah. Um, and I like to do my digging. I do like to to stalk. Read the reviews on Glassdoor. I like to stalk on LinkedIn. That sounds bad, right? <laughs> Instagram. I mean, it's the grocery store. Twitter. <laughs> Hack their Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Um, See what really the hiring manager's interests are. Exactly. I've yeah. th- I did that um, a couple years ago and saw that they loved, you know, Simon Sinek, Brene Brown, and um, Adam Grant. And okay. a podcast episode had just come out about that. And I did one of those emails on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and I had recommended it. And then I had asked for some feedback from it. If you mm-hmm. ever got the chance to listen to it, of course he didn't reply, but I ended up getting an interview, I think from that email. Oh, oh. So being very proactive yeah. is primo yes. is mm-hmm. key. <laughs> Go into it mm-hmm. with, you know, confidence. Confidence speaks volumes more than anything. They could see me make it. Make it. Yeah. Make it. I mean, don't lie. Yeah. Stretch. Because stretch. I mean, yeah. Is stretching okay? I, I'm sure everybody does on their resumes, but I feel like I can sense when somebody's not telling mm. me the truth, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't hire them. Oh. Uh? I remember when I would when I was going through the interview process, I would literally think of every single question that they could possibly ask me, mm-hmm. and I would write that down and write an answer to. I think I've overprepped sometimes and it's just screwed up the entire Sounds like too scripted and too robotic. Yeah. Or I don't know. I get in my head about that. So mm-hmm. it's this balance of, you know, feeling confident in what you've done and then being able to correlate that with the job description. What's been your worst interview? Oh gosh. <laughs> I've like this was a long time ago. <laughs> I've definitely grown as a person. A lot within the last five years, which this was longer than five years ago, but I, it was straight up like a fight. <gasps> oh, uh, a you got interview. I mean, like you were hitting people. No, <laughs> no, no, no. But Debating. I, I was explaining what I had done to help drive foot traffic, and she just kept coming back at me and was just like, "But what did you do?" She kept saying that. She literally said that like three times. And I said, (laughs) (laughs) I ended up pulling out of that um, application. Didn't seem like a good fit if that was the hiring Um, experience. And it was through a recruiter too. It was an external recruiter. It wasn't an internal one. And I wrote like a page email after that just saying what happened because I don't want that recruiter to not work with me again. But Mm-hmm. I was like offended. Yeah. Which was a bummer because I really liked their products. Yeah. And then what's the worst interview that you've given that like someone you've been interviewing someone? Yeah. Or like what are some mistakes that you see yeah. people making during their uh, interviews? Um, I, I mean, I can like smell when someone is being inauthentic mm. and it's, it's kind of like watching a down, a downward spiral. They're like trying to think of other examples, but they're really creating it in their head. But the lies, you're saying the lies. Yeah, yeah. Fabricating. But, I mean, in the end, there's always going to be talkers that end up getting the getting the position, um, but they're only going to last for so long. Yeah. Before they actually have to prove themselves. They'll be found out. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a phrase, like talkers? 
Is like that, is that industry standard? I've been using a lot recently. <laughs> industry standard. It is now. Because there's- It is now. There's a lot of talkers. Yeah. Have you had talkers? Well, for my corporate life, like in consulting, the interviews are like, you had to do case studies. Mm-hmm. And then you have like the fit interviews. <laughs> so like the fit interviews, you could like, you know, it's just people kind of like talking about themselves. But then the case studies are like your actual like skills. So you have to show like how you think through problems. So that's where you would really see people just like fail and they would like not be able to do mental math or be able to like create a structure to go through and do stuff. People can't do mental math. That's like part of the job, you know, like a little bit. Wow. So, I mean, there's definitely that's where people would really fail, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's less about. I always tell people to oversell themselves because everyone's overselling themselves. Yeah. Right. If you think about it. So if you're not, then you're going to be behind the curve to begin with, Mm -hmm. but you can't oversell yourself so much that you're not going to be able to do it. Right. There's a difference between like a stretch and a hurdle. Mm, That's true. And have you ever felt like someone's thought you were overqualified for a job because you've postured yourself in this way? I mean, sometimes just your resume makes you look overqualified. Yeah. Like I would apply to jobs when I first moved to LA and then they're like, well, you're overqualified for this. You, we're, we're not even going to like consider you. Hmm. And I was like, well, I just need money. You're like, I just need a job. <laughs> Help. I feel like I've always done the opposite and I go for jobs that I'm for sure that I can get. So I have been told more than once that I was overqualified. And mm. I say, that sounds awesome. Doesn't sound like I'd be a really good asset to this AMC movie theater team. <laughs> I really you're think like, I could use my Bachelor of Science in theater well here. I love my movies. <laughs> I read a statistic once about that aspect specifically mm-hmm. between men and women. Oh yeah, men are way more likely to go after a job that they might not be qualified for than uh, than women are. That sounds that sounds accurate. Yeah. Sociological study. Mm-hmm. That sounds yeah. accurate. I believe it. Do you have any tips for when you're interviewing and how to not come off that you are eager to learn and more so that you're qualified? And not like where's that balance? Yeah. You're not a try hard. Yeah, you you don't want it to make it sound like oh I'm I may not have these skills. Like how do you disguise mm. that and present yourself in a way that you're like these are my experiences. I can own it, but I'm also acknowledging that this is a new kind of endeavor. Yeah, I mean that's almost like switching into like a new field per se, Mm -hmm. like say you've been in sales, but then you want to like go into, I don't know, corporate marketing or something. Mm -hmm. There's always something that you've done in your past, even if it's like the smallest thing that you can interpret it into marketing. I had applied for marketing roles before. I've never had a marketing title, but I've had to do those duties before. Um, So say, you know, like on the grounds of marketing, like in the startup world, you have zero budget for anything. And so you have to get creative. You have to, you know, build those community partners. And that was my way of then showing them that I've done this. Like I've driven traffic by building community, building partners within the community and being able to cross them out. Just finding something in your previous work that's not necessarily in the job title. Yeah. Well, I do actually have an audience question that comes it's an in-depth audience question Ooh. that comes from the depths of our email. <laughs> yes. We get lots of audience questions. We get lots of audience questions. And this one is from a very anxious girly. Uh, so we can all relate. 
we were just talking about that earlier mm-hmm. about how society in general is just super anxious mm-hmm. yeah. after COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially anxious world. She asks this, her tone of her question is about what to disclose during an interview. And she asked, do I have to disclose my disability in an interview? For context, I have generalized anxiety disorder and occasionally experience panic attacks, which I did not mention in my interview. She's currently employed at an art center. Uh, there, was a, there was a day where she felt like she was putting out a lot of fires for about two hours. Once all of the kids were, had left, she had a full panic attack where she finally sat down at her desk. Her coworkers and bosses were amazing. Her boss checked in that night via text, but they haven't debriefed in person. She wonders whether disclosing her mental health struggles during her interview would have been a good idea or a bad idea. She never intended to hide this part of her identity, but was just scared that the stigma around mental health would hurt her chances at being hired. That's a tough one. I would probably share that. It would be short and sweet with Mm -hmm. someone from the HR department specifically, Mm -hmm. not necessarily, you know, whoever the hiring manager might be um, because they might know, how to deal with that much better and not be put in a box somewhere. Yeah. Um, I have ADHD myself. It is a struggle during interviews because I will just go around in circles in my head. Um, But I would try to like counteract that with like, I've been struggling with ADHD since I was a kid Mm -hmm. and I've learned to deal with it and, and I've grown a lot from it. Um, Even without medication, I'm medicated now, but um, <laughs> showing some sort of growth potentially. I I don't know. I think sharing with the HR manager is completely fine because I understand their point of view in disclosing that to the hiring manager and then it going to somebody else, even yeah. though mm-hmm. you have a good grasp on whatever sort of thing you're dealing with. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't share it. I wouldn't share it. <gasps> wouldn't share it wouldn't until share it. after I was hired. I think, yeah. Because then, once you're hired, they they ask you like a bunch of questions, like if you need special accommodations, yeah, blah blah blah. So then I might disclose it and be like, "This happens to me for this. I need blah 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 space." Or something. yeah, I guess also yeah. it helps against discrimination. I mean, that's exactly. Why a lot of people that are pregnant yeah. don't tell. Yeah. That's where you're not employers. allowed to tell, like, yeah. your age, race. There's so many things, especially in California, you're not allowed to ask. Yeah, or you're not. Supposed to really disclose during the interview process. There are like ways to still ask that question too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Sneaky ways that they yeah. try and get the. How that much do you share? Yeah. How much do you share about yourself in your interviews? Well, I think one of the most important parts of an interview is to make yourself memorable. Mm. And I don't think I've ever had an interview where I didn't say I was a ginger and <laughs> that I grew up on a dairy farm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Own it. And it's, I mean, those are two things that. I'm pretty sure together there might not be another ginger who grew up on a dairy farm <laughs> going after that same position. Yeah. So I'm trying to like get stuck in there. Their Is that how somehow. you answer the question? Tell me about yourself. Yeah. Well, I'm well, a ginger. I, I grew up on a dairy farm and I won Miss Garlic Gilroy Princess. Gilroy Garlic Padman. The Gilroy Wait, Garlic Padman. Right, in 1992. Right. I, I mean, I didn't want it. Oh, okay. <laughs> My best friend and her little sister did though. Wow, that is adorable. Yeah, garlic royalty. Um, I haven't said the garlic stuff, but I've joked and I've said, you know, I grew up two fields across from my best friends, which were my cousins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think to sum up what we want, anxious girly, 
I would definitely check out what the laws are in your state for yeah. what's, you know, discrimination laws, just to make sure that that's not something that they can not quote unquote hold against you, but maybe something that you should hold off on disclosing during the interview or tell the HR yeah. hiring person. Um, but typically someone will ask about your accommodations after you've gotten the job. Right. So maybe. But I mean, she already has a job now. <laughs> she already has like, a job. Yeah. What should she tell her boss? Right. I think that's kind of the subtext of her question. Yeah. Now it's like she's already at this point. She has the job. She had the panic attack. Mm-hmm. Everyone at work saw her have this a panic attack. Like, what does she do now? Well, you I think that'll like, just be up to whatever is discussed in the debrief and what she. Like, what would you say to your boss? I would just go over what happened. Yeah. Thank you so much for your support. Would you say this is the first time you're like, oh, I've had these for like 10 y- years? Yeah. And like what sort of things? You just be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I would just be honest. I think most companies too have it in their like handbooks, whether it's a large company or a small company, like mm-hmm. reasonable medical accommodations that they have to make for you. Mm-hmm. So even before applying, them, yeah. if you, it actually, uh, you have to fill out, you know, if you have any sort of disorder mm-hmm. or if you need accommodations, there's an email that you can reach out ahead mm-hmm. of time. Hmm. And maybe that's when yeah. you mention that. I, I agree. I probably wouldn't mention it depending on how serious mm-hmm. her anxiety is. Like if it's going to have her screw up during the interview, then yeah, maybe. Mm. That's but, true. That's, what you mean. that's a good tip. Yeah. Well, anxious girly, I hope we made you less anxious. Yeah. Deep breaths. I hope we help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, going back to um, tell me about yourself. How would you, I want to hear how mm. Becky, Matt, and Maggie would answer, and then AJ, can you give them notes? Ooh, oh. <laughs> yeah. AJ is interviewing uh, us. Yeah, AJ's interviewing. Mm. Why don't you start with Matt? Yeah. <laughs> On the spot. Yeah, um, AJ, tell me about yourself. Yeah, do you want to interview us real quick and I let us like, know like who would get the like job? I feel like I usually am like I'm originally from upstate New York. Like I went to University of Rochester. Like you know, give a little bit because a lot of the times you like get the interviews through different threads so you always mm-hmm. want to start with that so if this is like an alumni from like U of R you can be like I went to this school so then they're like oh I went there t-. so you know so you can like mm-hmm. kind of start stuff to make those connections in it so you kind of have to tailor give it, it to us now. don't tell us what you would do like, it's called stalling okay? uh, <laughs> I hear a lot about what you would say without saying so what is the position that's what I need to know Rainy what's the job it's at second try LLC oh. for actually <laughs> A camera op. Oh, oh camera, camera op. operator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is definitely going to be a pivot. For me. <laughs> um, I don't have a lot of technical knowledge or skills. Maybe yet. I'll do a producer because that's yeah. sort of more oh. general liberal yeah. artsy. Yes. Yeah. I I love to produce. I love produce. Oh, he's funny. Funny guy. No, I, I feel like I'd start like. Hi, my name's Matt. I'm originally from upstate New York. I went to University of Rochester. Um, these past blah, blah, blah years. I've been a producer at this and this company. Um, I created this viral web series. It has X amount of views. Um, I was really integral in making our traffic go from blah, blah, blah to blah, blah, blah. I also launched our TikTok which, which, which has driven traffic, which has driven traffic to our website by 10%. And I really want to discuss this position with you because I think it would be a great fit for both of us and give me great 
growth opportunities because X, Y, Z. Wow. Like I would do something like that. B plus. B plus. <laughs> yeah. B it's plus. The, the, that's a big opportunity to show them who you are. Yeah. 90% about getting a job right now is all about who you know. Yeah. Like networking is so important and it's who are you going to get along with? Mm-hmm. So being able to show your personality is, is going to be a, to your advantage. Yeah. Some more yeah, personality. Make a joke. Don't be inappropriate. I need more but. personality. I love to produce and I love produce. You do. <laughs> you do. didn't laugh. Remember that he didn't laugh. He didn't <laughs> laugh. Your turn, Maggie. Okay. What is the position? Head of the residency oh. at University of Amherst. Head of the residency. At University of Amherst. <laughs> Amherst. So specific. Okay. <laughs> so you're Hi. moving. I'm moving. For this, this role. So exciting. <laughs> Hi, my name is Maggie. I'm originally from California. I went to medical school at Santa Claus University. I'm just making this Love up. That. Very qualified. Um, I, what else can I say? I'm already crushing, I'm already sucking at this interview. <laughs> you got this, Max. I'm like this, uh, let's see. I have spent the last decade working at Santa Claus Hospital. Um, I oversaw the nursing and residency department. I think I'm really qualified for this role. I'm eager to move and relocate. Um, this has been something I've been wanting to do for the last five years. Um, Crushing. What did am she I, get the job? Um, <laughs> I got to brush up on you, my... You got to the next round. Okay. <laughs> I'll take it. There wasn't a next round with Matt, but there's uh, going to be. Ouch. Oh. Ouch. Oh. Ouch. Coming up. Yeah. One of, the, one of my favorite questions to ask during an interview is, what's your superpower? Because that can be taken so many different ways. And typically we'll throw them off guard a little bit because that's not a normal question. question. A little bit more these days, but. Mine um, is I hear everything. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> you can never hide. Matt's going to threaten everyone that he interviews. <laughs> Mine's I can be invisible so I can witness and hear everything. <laughs> and I can be anywhere. Copycat. Mm. Sneaky, sneaky. I'd want to be like the Flash. Not the character, not the person that plays the Flash, but I would like to be like the Flash and be very fast. So I could so be efficient and get my job done. Ooh, done. that's a good answer. Yeah. yeah. Now think superpower, but like, what are you good at? Not necessarily a superhero. Oh. Like your superpower could be bringing people together or it could yeah. be something along those lines. Schmoozing. Schmoozing. <laughs> Cocktail hour. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm very good with guest interactions. So I make people feel really comfortable when we're together, bring people together, um, love to chit chat, you know, <laughs> you know, I feel like this is like one of the harder questions. I got a lot of DMs about Yeah. It. What the hell? They got, tell me about yourself and I'm, <laughs> what's your superpower? <laughs> you never know what they're going to ask you in an interview. Yeah. You, know? you never know. If I That's would true. ask Matt, to describe you in three words, what would those three words be? Mm. Beautiful, talented, <laughs> funny. <laughs> That's what he would say. That's what you want people to remember <laughs> from your interview that you're beautiful? <laughs> yeah. Do you want them to remember that you're not beautiful? <laughs> what do you think people think when they see you for the first time? Well, it's about your skills, Becky, not about boy. how you look. <laughs> But your skills. Uh, no, it's definitely part about how you look. If you show up to an interview and you have not brushed your hair, you have not brushed your teeth. Mm. They're going to remember that. If you have, yeah. yeah, if your clothes aren't, you know, 
as pressed as they should be. <sighs> Appearance does matter. Yeah. yeah. You only get I've one. had to send my headshot in with some jobs. Oh. Whoa. That's I think it's a sneaky way to be racist is what I always thought about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've seen photos on resumes Same. before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Rainy, what was your interview process like Here? for a second try? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, okay. So, well, first of all, I was like underemployed slash like freelance and stuff for like two years. And I did so many interviews. And so mm-hmm. I applied to like 200 jobs. Wow. And wow. it was horrible and so soul sucking. And I hated every second Aww. of it. But here, it was just a vibe check, I think. They were like, what, mm-hmm. sh- what TV are you watching? And I was like, um, Monk. Who asked <laughs> <laughs> Monk. Um, who was it? It was, well, I know the interview was with Nick and Miles. Okay. Uh, but I can't remember which one of them did. But yeah, they were just sort of like, oh yeah, like what, what's up mostly. Um, so that was good. I mean, I definitely had some other ones though that were like much more, I think it was confusing because I like interned with like a lot of newsrooms where I was interviewing people like for news. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it was like interviews, you were sort of on the same team and you both wanted the person to do well because then you got the sound clip and then the person sounded good. And interviewing for a job, I feel like is a much more like sporty, like it's a little bit like more jousting. Mm -hmm. Testing. Yeah. So it's kind of stressful. What was the hardest question you've got when you were being interviewed? Oh my gosh. Well, I was interviewing for this one. I was interviewing for a public radio station in Kentucky. And, um, oh my God, I Rainy, know. I'm so glad you did not get that job. <laughs> Jesus. I know. I was, um, yeah, it was, things were bleak. And I was just like, I will literally take any job. <laughs> but I remember they asked me, like, they're like, okay, so we report a lot on, um, you know, like since there's like a lot of, I think, coal mines there, and then there's like this transition to renewable energy. So Mm -hmm. if you were reporting on a coal mine closure, like what was, what would be your first step? And I was like, okay, well, I would have to like, Really, I, I just like didn't know. <laughs> but, like, I, don't, I, was, like, I would have to Google coal mines. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I think I would like get like boots on the ground, like try and figure out like some some ex- expert to sort of like show me around, kind of. And I could tell like as soon as I answered that. Also, I think I said Appalachian instead of. There's a different way to say it. You could say Appalachian. Uh, Appalachian, and I they I could see they were just like kind of disappointed and like sort of just like <laughs> frustrated with me, and I was just like. <sighs> Ouch. But then I did talk to this guy from NPR West and he was like, I was like, yeah, I just like really like botched that question. He was like, honestly, I have no idea how I would answer that. That's a really like hard question. And I was like, yeah. okay, thanks. I feel like that's also like That'd the first episode of the morning show is like she. Yeah. Post, <laughs> like a coal mine. So it was just watching TV. <laughs> they were just pulling from what they yeah, were watching on TV. TV. Yeah. 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 It all mind. comes back to TV. I feel like that'd be a good interview question. I do like, what are you watching yeah. right now? It says a lot. It's kind of telling. Yeah. 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 I mean, AJ, so you're, so you've built like these, these empires of companies. And so you've hired a lot of people. What are you looking for? Like, what do you think is sort of the most underrated or like in order to make a successful company, what are you looking for in terms of hiring? Diversity. <gasps> really? Every oh. time I had had to hire a store manager, yeah. I always looked for something different that uh-huh. we didn't currently have. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Because it will bring a completely different perspective. And I love working for a company that believes ideas come from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Any, like a, a, a lateral um, type of, not, not even a hierarchy. Like ideas can come from everywhere. And it helps, you know, show that you're listening. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
love that. Beautiful mm. answer. I love that. Well, we have a little game for you to play. That's right. um, this is directly inspired by a girly on TikTok. Her handle is Lo Whaley, which is L-O-E-W-H-A-L-E, but you might know her better as Laura and her corporate bestie. She does these really hilarious TikToks where she sits with her computer and she asks her corporate bestie, how do I say XYZ in corporate speak? And then he'll tell her how to say it back. And sometimes they play the game reversed. I feel like Matt would be really good at this. Yeah. Well, we'll all play it together. This is for everyone too. Because I also feel like um, even in like, texting or emails everyone has such a different like tone like every once in a while i see keith's phone and i'm like who's that you can't write like that keith is i was like why are you saying it like that i will i am on my way period period (laughs) i it's so much punctuation and like no um every once in a while he'll let me like i'll be like oh could you respond to someone i'll be like okay and i'll be like Hi, lol, uh, on our way, <laughs> exclamation point, smiley face emoji. And he's like, they're definitely going to know that's not me. <laughs> but it's just so blunt. Everyone's so different. So I'd love to hear everyone's takes on these. Perfect. So in corporate speak, or probably the most professional way that you can, um, Rainy, you're you're here too, girly. Jump I mean, in. I'm so bad at this stuff. I'm like, mm. perfect. I love it. I love it. Lol. How would you say in a corporate way that that's not my job? That's not my job. That's not my job. Um, I would love to help out, but I don't feel comfortable taking on the additional work. Um, And then if it's your boss saying it and Mm -hmm. you want to grow within the company or whatnot, maybe add on. um, If you'd like, we can schedule some time to sit down and reprioritize what's already on my plate. Reprioritize what's on my plate. Got a lot on your plate, you know. Love. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say, Matthew? That's not my job. That's not my job. You I'm would not say doing that. Matt's fired. <laughs> no, I would I think I think I would lean into the bandwidth piece, mm-hmm. kind of like AJ did with. And I would say, I don't have bandwidth to do this right now, but if you need help, I can reach out to blah blah blah. So if you're playing at home, write down on a piece of paper, we're reprioritizing, we're using our bandwidth. These are all great words. Buzzwords. Yeah. To take with you. Buzzwords. Just make emails. sure that it's not being like passive aggressive. I've yeah. seen mm-hmm. a lot of the videos that are out there and that's just not going to be working towards your advantage. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. No, passive And don't aggressive. say no. You know, don't just write yeah. up say no. That's problem solve. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Together. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we are all a team. Show that you're trying yeah. at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how do you say in corporate lingo, what the fuck are you talking about? I would say, can we hop on a quick call to further discuss this in detail? Or ask for more details ask somehow? Ask for more details? To clarify, to summarize, yeah. is uh-huh. this blankety blank? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't understand your your thoughts completely. Mm-hmm. I, can you elaborate on what yeah. you're... I'd love to get some more clarity. Yeah. Love, Ray Ray, anything for what the fuck are you talking about? Um, I this probably say, happens a lot. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Working probably with you. Probably you the get bozos all. around here. <laughs> I don't know. The dingle dongles emailing you. <laughs> um, let's see. I'd be like, oh my gosh. Well, usually I'm so, I'm so, I'm, I'd probably be like, I, wait, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> wait, sorry. What do you want me to do? Sorry, huh? <laughs> and I don't know if this is good. Actually, AJ, I'm curious. I think I would just like take full responsibility and be like, oh, sorry. I like am an idiot. Like I have no idea what you're talking about, you know, yeah. which maybe isn't good for my career. No. I yeah. mean, you're being, you're being honest. Just 
don't say that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. say that all the time. Yeah. Don't avoid all responsibility. Yeah. But yeah, say you're having a team effort that there was some confusion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or start with yourself. I, I'm having a hard time understanding what you're saying. Can you please say it in another way? Uh-huh. That's good. I like Love. that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Make sure you're writing this down, people. They're writing right um, This is one that I feel like I have a hard time with. How do you say that you're going on vacation and you won't be responding to emails? Or I feel like also in the same vein as like I work from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. These are my working hours. I will not be responding to you after these working hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think leading up to it, I would, anyone who I'm involved with, with whatever projects I'm working on, I would send them a calendar invite first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And even before that, I would have a cutoff date for whatever tasks that they want to discuss beforehand. Mm. So you're talking Ooh. about all about the prep. Yeah. Utilizing yeah. the iCal. And then letting them know, like, this is the last day. And then to reach out to Betsy for any immediate needs, and I'll be back on the 15th. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's great. But did your, you in your office. like beginning of your career, did you struggle with like with taking vacation? Like did oh, you yeah. you were like more worried I about I never took vacation. Oh my god, we had a joint birthday party plan and <gasps> this mission show up. <gasps> yeah. yeah. I air quotes for those who are listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it's hard too when you're jumping from role to role when you're like trying mm-hmm. to get your feet kind yeah. of rooted into the ground and you're like, okay. Yeah. Now it's time. Now I can take vacation. Has that been hard? Have yeah, you especially in it? the startup world too, because you're wearing so many hats mm-hmm. and you can't necessarily teach everybody else what to do mm-hmm. while you're gone. But mm-hmm. I felt so bad doing that, Matt. My, I had friends fly <laughs> Don't in. Don't worry, he's not thinking about it. He's, from, it's not in his head anymore. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Matt, he never he's often. forgotten. <laughs> Um, no, two of my friends flew into town oh. and they had never met. And then Brandon goes, picks them up and they had the birthday party without me. Yeah. My God. We had a great birthday weekend. Yeah. Uh, but no I was, where was I? I was with Peloton at that time and the store opening, the first West Coast store opening was happening that same weekend. Wow. And I, I did tell HQ that... I had a birthday trip coming up, but <laughs> I, HQ did not care. Uh-uh. <laughs> the request was not validated. I, I well, <laughs> I, it showed them that I was truly interested in this role and I wanted to grow within that company. Mm-hmm. And so I scored some major brownie points by doing that. But looking back, I like slightly do regret that um, because time is the one thing that we never get back. Well, then also it's a bad precedent because then I'm like, okay, he'll do this. So we can just count yeah. on him to do all this other stuff, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. instead of spreading the responsibility around a bunch of people, it's kind of, you don't, you don't want one person to feel like the whole business is going to fail. The one person isn't there or that person shouldn't yeah. feel like that. Well, that actually leads us into our next corporate speak, huh? which is my coworker is slacking and I'm done picking <clears throat> up the extra work. Mm. T. T. <laughs> How do you say it? How do you say, AJ? I would, I mean, I'm big on calendar invites and setting deadlines. Mm -hmm. So I am a very direct person, so this isn't going to be for everyone. But I would say I understand this is your responsibility. I would love to get an ETA on when this is going to be complete and add it to our shared calendar. Mm -hmm. Putting a deadline on that instead of being like, you're not doing your job. (sighs) Yeah, thankfully there are a lot of tools out there 
where you can literally assign someone a task, like mm-hmm. on a sauna or something, and mm-hmm. put a due date on there. And through Slack, through emails, through Asana, like you're covering your own bases by doing that. Um, if it's a continuous thing, that's a bigger conversation you need to have. That's a bigger combo leading up to I quit. Uh-huh. How, Been there, done that. How do you quit? What are the ways that you guys have quit jobs? Via email. Email, love Post that it. one. Post it. What? Post it note. Email. Post-it note. Post-it. You like leave it on your manager's (laughs) desk. I quit. I quit. Heart Matt. I mean, when I left my last job, (laughs) it was like I just call, you know. Yeah. Phone call. And then they're always like, oh, we wish you the best, blah, 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 you know. Yeah. But you know they don't. Yeah. You know they're mad. No, they have to backfill. Yeah. Train somebody all over again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I never had anything super dramatic. Yeah, I don't think I've had anything dramatic. I moved departments within the same medical system and I like went to my manager's office. I gave her a big hug. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm still <laughs> gonna see you though, so don't worry. <laughs> I like like to, to make it I like to fluff it up. I'm like, don't worry, don't worry. We'll still see each other. I've had people quit on me. Yeah. And yeah, I guess what some done? of the dramatic ones. <gasps> yeah, what are the dramatic ones? Like they went on their lunch break and never came back. No way. And they never said anything. Actually, the time that that happened, it was my friend's boyfriend. (gasps) So you're going to see him again? (gasps) Oh, he's out of the picture now. Mm. He's an ex. And he's like, I made sure he was out of the picture. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually always my dream way of quitting my serving job mm. was that I would, I would Throw be like. Throw water in your boss's face? No, drown. no. I would go in like it was a totally normal day. I would wait until the restaurant was totally full and my section was totally full. I would take all the orders and all the drink orders and I'd walk out the door and not put any of them oh, in. Oh. Never did it. <laughs> Never did it. But that was always my server. Like this would be the best revenge is that like 30 oh. minutes are going to go by and there's no you way know what you really should do to recoup is you should put the wrong orders in for each table and then leave no i want nothing made nothing. i want i want yeah. it to be unfixable food waste someone has to come back and retake all the orders a nightmare just tap 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 so crazy i did yeah. get i mean i did get fired once <gasps> But I was, or let go. I was already halfway out the door anyway. The story you know what I mean? Wait, like, what's the difference between fired and let go? It's like, oh, like, oh, we have to, we don't have money. Yeah. Either that. Let it go. And you can actually collect go. unemployment off of yeah. being let go. If you're fired, like your performance is bad. Uh, yeah, it was probably that. You did a no no. Well, I was working at the Annenberg Foundation as like a grants assistant person, and I hated the job. It was like the most boring thing in the whole world. <laughs> And so I had already been applying to jobs and I already had a, my next job secured, mm-hmm. but I was waiting a couple of weeks to give my notice before my next job started. Mm-hmm. But then they like brought me in on a Friday to the HR <laughs> office and they're like, basically like you're fired. Like we can tell this is not a good fit. And I was like, well, I already have a new job. Bye. You're like, see you. And they like, but job. they like literally escort you out. No way. Wow. They yeah, like you're not you allowed out? to like go into your computer or do anything. They're like oh, afraid yeah. you're going to like. Do you collect your, they like watch you collect your things and stuff? Yeah, you like you can grab your coat and go. <gasps> and like a security person like goes with you. Secure gosh. That's crazy. Whoa. Yeah. I had a go dream on. of being super dramatic because I had a, a boss that was not the nicest person. And a dream of mm. 
bringing my letter of resignation on a silver platter and presenting it to him. Silver platter. Ooh. Yeah, because comments were made along those lines that were just super inappropriate. Mm. Oh, yeah. Like them yeah. wanting. How have you had, a, how have you had to do with a bad manager? I feel like that's a bigger. It's thing. the worst. It's the hardest. It's the worst. It's the hardest. <laughs> it's the hardest. So you just That's like it. didn't. You didn't well, deal. You know. Yeah. If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude about it. So you left. Yeah. Like, bye. Yeah. Um, I've done that a few times. Actually. Oh, you just you quit. When well, you because of bad manager. management. Yeah. I mean, people, it is sort of like, what do you do? People don't quit companies. They quit oh. managers. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. You shouldn't be, you know, managing people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I rage quit with a manager once, and then the <gasps> next time I came back for my shift, they were like, "We really don't want you to leave. Are you sure you want to quit?" And I was like, "Well, give me a couple uh, days to think about it." And then I came back and was like, "No, no, no! I definitely want to quit. I'm putting in my two weeks' notice." But I was already scheduled for vacation the next week, so I actually only had mm-hmm. like three more shifts to work. Mm-hmm. So, rage and it quit. was it was about the manager. Yeah, it was just like lack of management and like unsafe work environment, and I was just like. This is not where I want to work. This is not enough. You can, couldn't pay me enough money to stay here. And I think I did no. say that to them at one point. I was like, there's not enough money in the world that I would keep doing this. Yeah. Not a chance. It's not happening. Adios. Don't mm. burn bridges. I yeah, don't do that if you ever <laughs> want to work. <laughs> I will say I never worked in a hotel again. <laughs> I, this was over 10 years ago, but I was, I was working at a luxury clothing company and I had a horrible manager that I ended up quitting via email. I CC'd her boss <gasps> on that email. Good. Power move. <laughs> letting them know I'm quitting because I think I called her, called them, um, like little school schoolgirls on a blacktop um, fighting and bickering and being catty and something along those lines. It was <gasps> not very professional of me, but I, like I said, I've grown up a lot since then. <laughs> You've learned. Yes. Um, Evolved. But I was applying to a role not too long <gasps> ago, and that manager was not the hiring manager, uh-huh. but definitely part of the same department. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you I, didn't get that job. I took my application out. Oh, once you and knew you were like, she was no. there. Once you knew they were there. Yep. You're like, I'm not working with this yeah. person. Yeah. Well, then I went to go read the Glassdoor reviews, and I'm like, this is exactly what was happening over a decade ago. Oh, oh, wow. oh yeah. If for anyone who's not familiar, who's like younger and getting into the workforce, for almost any job you work at, it could be a restaurant job, it could be a retail job, a corporate job, go mm-hmm. to Glassdoor. Yeah. It's a website, Glassdoor. and com. it's where old employees can leave anonymous reviews and they can't be taken down by the company. <gasps> That's where you get the true cheese, cheese may we get the true cheese may current companies still. If you're a current employee, I, I Oh, you can put it on current employees. I, too? I wouldn't recommend it because mm-hmm. I don't know what they see on the back end fully. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've definitely written one, a scathing review <gasps> at a company that I was currently at. Whoa. Hoping that it, it would, would incite change. change. Yeah. yeah. Knowing that I wasn't going to be there much longer and hoping that they would get it together. Mm-hmm. Whoa. And did they? I wasn't the only one either. A lot of people were. Uh-oh. A lot of toxic yeah. environments these days. 
I also feel like the group mentality, like especially if like one person quits in a department, Mm -hmm. it's usually the domino effect of other people being like, oh yeah, I can be treated better. I can go to a company that I'll, Mm -hmm. you know, respect or value my time more. Yeah. Or if one person's having an issue that can spread. Yeah. Whether that's good or bad, depending on what the issue is. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Drama. (laughs) Drama. Well, we have another audience question. It's so wonderful to hear all of your stories on the pod. I was a Peace Corps volunteer, and we all listened to the Try Guys throughout our service. Even on the darkest days, it made us laugh. I would save up my money to buy data every month just to watch one or two videos. That is so sweet. Second, I want to ask your advice. You are all professionally successful. I'm going into my first real job. I can't say with what agency, but it's a corporate type of position. That makes me kind of feel like it's like maybe government if she's saying agency. I'm so nervous because one, I'm new. Two, I look incredibly young. Ditto. Same. I'm 23. Same. Same. And constantly mistaken for 18. Same. 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 Everyone in this room. True. Um, And that has led to me losing out on promotions because I don't have the right look. I know I have to earn respect at this new job, but any tips on how to enter into your first real job would be amazing. Whoa. So basically she looks young and feels mistaken for young. So people mm-hmm. think of her as too young to get promoted. Mm-hmm. Well, she probably, if it is the government, it's probably fun. Yeah. The, the workforce there is a little older too. Yeah. So there's probably a pretty big gap in their age groups to begin with. How to get respect from boomers. <laughs> Basically that's what the question is. Becky. You wait for them to die. Basically. I mean, similar to like the interview process we were talking about earlier about relating to mm-hmm. the interviewer by doing mm-hmm. your research prior. It's like trying to figure out what that common ground is with the key people in that company. Mm-hmm. I r- remember being at uh, one of the startups and trying to get on the CFO's good side, but it was such a different environment for him because he was super used to the normal corporate ladder. Whereas in a startup, it's way more comfortable. It's, you know, anybody can talk to anybody at any time. Mm-hmm. Everyone's door is always open. And I remember I saw the car that he was driving and I'm obsessed with cars. So yeah. that was my way into it because mm-hmm. um, I knew he had previously worked for a car company as well. But it's all those like little things that add up to such a bigger picture. That that situation is super unfortunate too. Like mm-hmm. if that continues to happen, like set a timeline for yourself and say if if this continues to happen, I'm going to start looking elsewhere at this at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. A deadline. Yeah. Yeah. I would say for me is when you get promoted you really only have to impress like a certain number of people, right? Too. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you need to relate to everyone in the whole company totally. or in the department. It's you really need to get in with those key people and they're the people who will help kind of like shepherd your career, especially if it is very like hierarchical. Mm-hmm. So I would really just target. That's what I would do. Yeah. Really target them and probably think more of what they're into because mm-hmm. they're not going to come down and talk to like you about TikTok. Yeah. You know? That's true. You're going to have to go back on Facebook and like see what they're looking at. What they're interested in, <laughs> yeah. what they're watching. Because yeah. right now it's just so it's obvious. And they're like, wow, they have nothing else to talk about with you. And they're yeah. going to ask you how old you are. Well, I guess that's not an appropriate question. But assume that you're so young. And yeah. 
And I mean, your work normally talks for itself. So if yeah. you do really yeah. good work and your work doesn't look like you're 18, your work looks like you're like a, what a 30 year old would do in your job position, then, yeah. you know, that's going to speak more than how you look. And also making a point to show your work and like, this is what I've done. Yeah. Um, and trying to like plant the seeds in mm-hmm. the key people's uh, minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just because you did Peace Corps. I mean, Peace Corps is a real job. That is a real job for sure. There's a lot of hardship you have to go through to do that. Yeah. So I'm sure there's lots of experiences you can relate to your composition and be like, well, at Peace Corps I did blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I also like asking. confidence with people. Yeah. Asking people, what makes you say that? <laughs> like, I feel like a lot of people. Check themselves. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people, um, especially like when they're dropping stuff off at our house, will ask me if I'm renting. And I said, oh, what makes you say that? Like what that. do they say? Do they just stumble? Yeah, they get embarrassed because they're yeah. like, you don't look like you either are old enough or, yeah. I don't know, probably because I go to the door dressed like, you know, in my pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> probably has to do with that. But you're not yeah. dressed like I a just homeowner. Like, so your parents, are your parents? Yeah. Home? Yeah. <laughs> or if like someone says, even if someone says something passive aggressive, I just like saying, what makes you say that? Yeah. What makes you say that? What makes you say that? Beautiful. <laughs> Um, guys, did you know I wanted to be in the Peace Corps when I was younger? I was in high school and I was like, I'm going to go into the Peace Corps. This is going to be so fun. Let's do it. And the Peace Corps came to my high school and this is for our Peace Corps friend. Um, and they did a sort of like mock what your everyday would be like. And then they did, it all sounded good. I was into it. I was like, yes, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. And then we got to the food portion of what your food Mm. would look like every day. And that's when I was like, I'm not selfless enough. I was like, I can't do it. We had to eat this. Um, it was almost like it was like a corn. It was wasn't it like it wasn't tamales. It was similar to a consistency of grits, but like a little thicker. Huh. But it was like literally just like two ingredients. And they were like, this would be like a normal dish that you would have for like lunch or something. And like, I was like, I can't do it. I'm not selfless enough. Uh. And that's when I learned about myself well, <laughs> from yeah. that day. Well, Peace Corps is different now too. Like before when you were applying, you would just apply and they would like, put you into a country like you yes. could literally end up anywhere in the world where now you apply to a country oh. oh that's interesting so you can like really choose your own destiny a little more see maybe i would have done that yeah um last question aj what was your first job and what were some whimsical little stories Very do you have away? any Does the farmer yeah. Yeah. yeah farming is a job yeah i used to have to it wasn't every day um but i <gasps> slacker did have to wake up uh before school and feed the cows. I mean, we had like over hundred cows, wow. dozen chickens. Oh. There was a time where my dad caught two wild boar and they ended up having six <gasps> boarlets. What? Oh my they're called boarlets. You can call them that. But <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wait. Did your families um, sell like the cow meat slash milk for corporations or were they more the like direct? Back in the day. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, now we just, uh, raise cattle yeah. and, um, I mean, my dad had a full-time job his entire life, but yeah. did that on top of everything Dang, with my grandparents. That's a, that's a lot. That's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. What, I mean, where, that's where why you? you have kids. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> what, what state were you in? California. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. They say California cows have the best. They're the best. Dairy. They're the happiest. They're the happiest. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's a commercial. It's yep. true. There it's is. a commercial for the cows. Mm-hmm. Good marketing. <laughs> yeah. What was your first corporate job or more corporate job? Um, actually like Equinox was yeah. probably the first corporate. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't Hollister. That was my first <gasps> job. That was oh, my first retail a Hollister job. Boy. A Hollister boy. Hollister model. Were you in the front? 
I oh, worked there model. for a year and a half. Wow. Like, that's a long time. People work there for like three months before moving on, and I somehow got sucked in there for a year and a half. You just loved the discount, the triple. <laughs> you love that fierce, the triple <laughs> collar. Oh gosh, lip. popped, popped. It was that's double. It. double. 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 <laughs> Nobody would do triple, Matt. That's yeah, <laughs> only quadruple. <laughs> what was your first job? Mucking stalls. Oh, mucking, mm-hmm. mucking. Yeah. Is that a horse thing? Yeah, I like should probably cleaning know out that. stalls. Yeah. I did it like for our neighbors and stuff. What was your first job, Max? I worked at my pediatrician's office. I did paperwork and Ooh. organized their. Office they had girl. like, lady. They had um like written charts, and they were merging into computer charting, mm. and I was helping them with that and organizing everything. Mm-hmm. We love to digitizing. See it. Yeah, digitizing. Yeah, and wow. I would read storybooks in the waiting room. I did Aww, it all. That's cute. I did it cute. all. Yeah. I was so a dishwasher's cute. assistant. Wow. Wow. At a country club. Who knew <laughs> dishwashers <laughs> needed assistance? They did. I would say there was a bit of a language barrier for us, but we got along well. An assistant. Love it for yeah. yeah. We got along well. It was a great summer. Aww. We had fun. We made our own fun back there with dishes. Had to. I hate the dirty, smell Vicky. of wet dishes Sounds now, dirty. though. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. can't smell wet dishes. Okay, especially at restaurants. It's just so dirty. Yeah. Thank you so much <laughs> for joining us today, AJ, giving us all of your wisdom and knowledge. And where can everyone find you online? Search and Rescue. Where do they find you? Like your Instagram. What do you want to plug? I like that you looked at me first. What should I say? <laughs> what should I say? What YouTube, OnlyFans. No, like no, no. I'm not even on the TikToks. Um, Instagram, AJ Escobar, 728. 728. And we'll tag him in our stories yes. of this adorable encounter. Yes. Well, thank you for gracing us with our pres- with your presence. With our presence. <laughs> You're welcome. Matt is not getting the job. Matt is 100% not I'm, getting the I'm, gig. I'm, I'm boosting the confidence. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. too confident now. We boosted too much confidence <laughs> today. Yes. Um, but send in more questions, any more career questions. I'm sure we'll do another take sometime soon. But in the meantime, make sure to wash your hands, get vaccinated, be nice to people, tip your servers, pee after sex, and hit subscribe. Whoop. Bye. Bye. Bye.